Labor's vape election policy is about putting the horse back in the stable, according to the Prime Minister. But some critics say it's already well and truly bolted. If it's still in government post-election, Labor will cap the number of stores selling vapes to 600 nationwide, down from several thousand. All vape retailers, including dairies, will need to be licensed. And penalties for retailers selling to underage children will jump from $10,000 to $15,000. That is on top of new rules announced in June that ban new specialty vape stores setting up within 300 metres of marae and schools and capping maximum nicotine levels. Joining us now to discuss the plan is Health Coalition Aotearoa's co-chair, Professor Boyd Swinburne. Kia ora, Boyd. Kia ora, Lisa. Is it possible to lasso the horse and get it back in the stable on this one? Yeah, in bits and pieces, isn't it? This really is a catch-up job. And uh, I think what Labour has brought out, both in government and their policies for next year, is trying to close that stable door in uh, in stages. And uh, we do have to be mindful that, you know, vaping still offers an opportunity for people to quit. But it is this uh, rapid rise over the last few years of youth smoking that has really been a problem. So it's now up to over 10%, and a third of those people, of those kids, have never smoked before. So this is a sort of a vape issue, which is beyond uh, helping people quit smoking. Who, think, yeah. who needs to take responsibility for that, Boyd? Because that stat is from the ASH survey, I believe, that you've quoted. And we're talking about 14-year-olds, right? Never smoked yeah, before, and, the, and they're using vapes. Who... Who stuffed up? Well, this was a sluggish government response, I have to say. There was a few years that uh, we didn't have any regulations on the books and the uh, vape shops just sprouted up like mushrooms and dairies cut themselves in half to be able to sell vapes because they have such a high profit margin um, that it makes it kind of bit irresistible, really. And so now we're having to deal with reversing that trend, which is much harder than having to prevent it in the first place. What is your what is your expectation around speed of culling these shops and closing them down? So the Labour is saying a cap of 600 vape sellers nationwide if it's still in after the election. There are thousands of these stores right now. There are, but uh, the government is going to have to take a tough stance on this. And if that means closing down vape stores, then that's what is going to have to happen. I mean, that's happening, going to happen with tobacco anyway. That's part of the government's regulations on smoke-free, which is really important. And so because we're late at it, that's not the, not, not the preferred way to go. It would have been good to prevent it in the first place, but we are going to have to do that, I think. Licensing for everybody selling vapes, what would you like that regime to look like? Yes, I think, well, it's hard to know what the details are. But they don't the have any direction. right now. They say it's but, up to the Ministry to work it out and how it will be administered. So in your best-case scenario, Boyd, do you have an idea of what you would like to see? Well, I think licensing gives a lot stronger leverage for uh, the Ministry or for government to be able to control this because people who... Uh, who then break the break the law? They sell to underage kids. They can have their licences withdrawn, and the penalties can apply both to the business and to the person that sold it. So there are that will be quite a powerful deterrent. I think that could be quite effective. So what do you reckon? One strike and you're out. No licence again after that. Yeah, well, I think that it, is a, it has been shown to be a powerful deterrent, and you know, fifteen thousand dollar fine, ten thousand dollar fine is not. Uh, insubstantial and I think that will be a major deterrent.
The vape industry is saying that reducing access to vapes will create a black market for cigarettes and vapes and that in Australia there has been a substantial jump in youth vaping via the black market in response to a crackdown on vaping. What is your response to that? Yes, I think that's that's true that there are other avenues for people to get vapes and so this is not going to be a single policy that's going to close the door on everything. Um, So we do have to look at black markets, we do have to look at um, outlets, we do have to look at enforcement and ages, age uh, limits and all that sort of thing. So if we can just... um, focus on what you know the steps that are plausible at the time that would be great so the government under the government banner announced policy changes in june regarding vapes right yep. about yep. proximity to marae disposable vapes i mean presumably well all of this information that we've discussed which was in that ash survey was available to the government when they made these changes why wouldn't they include the ones they've made now, do you think? Well, I think the pressure is mounting, isn't it? I mean, I think there's a parents' movement, there's principles that are coming out against it. There's the hashtag group of Rangatahi from Wainui Amata. Uh, we presented, a, we supported them in presenting a petition with over 12,000 signatures um, to, the, to the government and parliament uh, last week. So I think there's a growing movement and a growing angst about it. So I think this is appropriate that they to move in what ways that they can. And yet you could say they should have done more earlier and we'd agree with that. Appreciate your time, Boyd. That is Professor Boyd Swinburne, who's the co-chair of the Health Coalition Aotearoa there.